Good morning and welcome to my show. I'm Coach Kizzy Harris and I'm delighted that you have joined me for this, the penultimate show in my series called Making a Difference. Today we're going to be exploring how the creative arts can make a difference to us and others. And in a moment I'm going to be joined by the Reverend Lynn Chitty who will be sharing her own experience and journey into the world of creative writing. Lynn was recently given an award in the Jack Clemo Poetry Competition by Ruth Glenthill, the religious correspondent for The Times. And Lynn regularly runs Creative Writing and Poetry Days. And in fact, she's going to be joining me this autumn as we team up together to run some Creative Writing Days at my own retreat down here in Somerset. Lynn describes herself as a deacon and a lifelong Spurs fan who's passionate about animal welfare. Lynn was ordained as a deacon in Gloucester Cathedral in 2006 and before that worked in the Cathedral Chapter Office and for many years as a legal drafter in Gloucester Land Registry. She definitely has a passion for animals and she even takes in rescue chickens and small animals where she lives currently in Devon in a caravan seeking to live a simple life with extended times of silence and solitude. So welcome Lynn and thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, Kizzy. It's lovely to be here and talking about something that I love so much. Brilliant. Well, perhaps by way of introduction, you could share with us something about how you personally got involved with writing. It was by accident, really. I've always loved words. I've always loved reading. Um, but I, it was a very dark time in my life when my mother died. She'd been ill for very long. And I found it very difficult to articulate what I felt. I had a mixture of pain and grief and anger, and I didn't really know how to express it. And a friend of mine who was a priest at the cathedral where I was at the time said, well, how about trying to write some things down, which I did. And to my surprise, he, he came back to me and, and said, I really think you've got a gift with words. He gave me a writing book. He gave me a pen. And that was the start of it for me. Wow. So from a very dark place, some really positive things actually were able to um, to come out. Um, Lynn, there may be other people like me um, what what is creative writing it's a term that we're hearing quite a lot about can you describe for us what creative writing actually is I think it's a bit of everything I think for, for, for everyone it's going to be something different but I think what it isn't is something that's sort of joyless and something we associate with school where we was had to sit and write essays or so many words it should really be a joy anything creative should really be joyful something we enjoy doing and it can be it can be a journal, it can be a novel, it can be a poem, it can be our thoughts. It's writing creatively. It's just getting in touch with that bit of us that is creative, and we all have that in us. So that's really interesting that you say about the creative side, because very often when I think about um, doing things creatively, it's about switching off almost the cerebral part of um, of my brain, um, and when I do that almost unexpected things come out. Yes, I think I think often the oughts and the shoulds and the kind of necessities of life really get in the way of our creative spirit. I think we've all got that in us, and but it's the bit that, of us that goes unexpressed the most. Um, I think we almost need to give ourselves permission to be creative. Um, and sometimes it's somebody else who gives us permission as well. We can't always give that to ourselves. We need someone to say, now, come on, this bit of you is important. There's a bit missing if you're not being creative. So, yes, it's, it's more about um, sort of 
an excitement really because when you're creative you never really quite know what you're going to create and that's part of the excitement of being creative. Mm. So what are the signs then? You said that a, a priest encouraged you because he saw a gift in you. What are the signs uh, to look for which indicate that someone is perhaps gifted in this area? I think um, some people have got a natural gift of putting words together perhaps more beautifully, um, perhaps they can paint pictures with words. Other people have a sort of a clinical use of words where they don't use one word too many. They're very, they just lay out exactly how it is. Some people have a gift of seeing and they're able to express what they've seen. Some people have a depth of emotion that draws other people into their own emotion. So I think talent, is, it's got many guises, um, but I think really... If, if you read something and it feels real, then you know it's, it's, it's gifted. Mm, mm. So if someone was interested in starting to write uh, creatively, how, how would they go about it? Well, there are lots of books now um, sort of you know, helping people to begin to write. But I think the best thing, well, certainly for me in a way, is to have someone alongside you when you start. So to join a group or to just start writing often we, we keep thinking I'd love to write I love to write but it never actually happens actually if you want to write just write mm. and it doesn't matter you know for me the first year year and a half nothing really saw the light of day because it was all darkness it was all pain but actually that was an incredibly important step on my journey of, of being a writer um, so don't put too many expectations on yourself just write mm -hmm. now Lynn you came into this world of creative writing through as you've said a very dark um, place but what if someone hasn't had difficult situations in life that they've had to to face what extent are they able to write creatively oh I think there's so many ways into creative writing a big big part of writing is our imagination and people we've all got life experiences and we can all, all use our own experiences to, to bring our characters to life but really you've only got to look outside the window and a story can start forming a little bird can hop a, a a branch can sway on a tree you see somebody go by your window just if sometimes just start by writing about what you actually see but use your imagination we don't use that enough a lot of the most wonderful novels they're, they're just wonderfully imaginative and so use your imagination it doesn't have to be dark it doesn't have to be from your own experience but sometimes I think nearly always something of our own experience and who we are gets into our writing somewhere mm -hmm. and for you Lynn what sort of environment do you find it uh, easiest to write in or do you like to create to write in I've, I've for me early morning is my best time I love that time of day where you're just up and it's it's dark and the light's on its way I make a cup of coffee I've got my dog and my cat right beside me and that's when I'm most creative I, I love to write on my own but I also need other writers around me as well to share to encourage so I'm kind of a bit of I enjoy writing on my own but I also need others around me as well but early morning for me is my most creative time mm -hmm. so there's something about from that maybe tuning into a, a pattern of what's right yes. uh, for you and knowing something about yourself yes. uh, with that now Lynn I have to ask you this because we hear whenever we hear about people writing um, we hear this term writer's block could you perhaps just explain what it is and um, what tips you've got to perhaps overcome it? I think often it's it comes out of uh, sometimes it can come out of tiredness sometimes it comes out of a lack of confidence sometimes we just feel that we've got nothing to say and the, a blank page is just a terrifying thing for me it's if I feel I can't write I go on writing even if it's writing silly things like 
you know what, I really can't write, I'm really feeling stale, I'm really feeling this, I'm really feeling that. And then if I, I just go on writing and writing and writing, but if also I do phone a friend, as it were, and say, look, I'm really struggling, C can we get together? Can we run ideas by each other? Can you help me out of this space? Mm. Mm. And you've, you've mentioned a number of times the strength that you've found in working with other people um, and in fact you now run various writing groups yourself um, and you're going to be coming to, to run a creative yes, writing yeah. uh, day for, for uh, me down in Somerset later in the year. Um, what can people expect from um, a creative writing group? I think they can expect to be surprised. Um, nearly everyone who becomes comes to the creative writing group always starts each piece they read. It's not very good, but and then they read something which is actually very good and and very inspiring. I think um, our own we limit our own expectations of ourselves. So I think the thing about the writing group is really I just facilitate. I give permission to write. I give people space, and they write. And we've had, we've had time this morning writing, and I just started with a very simple word. We actually had fragile as our writing word this morning. And you think, gosh, and then people wrote. And the thing about writing is if you didn't write it, all this, if you didn't make the time for writing, all this sort of creativity would never see the light of day. We've all got that in us and coming together in a group. We're kind of accountable to each other. We've made this time together. We see other people around the room writing, and it encourages us to write. It can be scary too, because we think, oh gosh, they'll all be writing something better than mine. But it's really, really encouraging to be among other people who are writing. And there's that vulnerability, as you've, you've uh, said. Um, what tips have you got for um, helping people to overcome that uh, self-confidence issue with their writing? It was, I think it was Sylvia Plath who said uh, the biggest enemy of creativity is self-doubt mm. and we are always our own worst critics. And again, I think being in a, a, a good creative writing group, it's about affirming one another. You haven't got to write something that's brilliant, that's going to be published tomorrow, but it's something of yourself and you make yourself incredibly vulnerable, but your biggest critic is going to be you. So again, it's always worth getting someone you trust alongside you to just give you another voice to balance that that kind of negative voice, um, that, that voice that says, you know what, you're no good, you might just as well give up because you're never going to write this, produce this or do anything anything worthwhile. Actually, you're doing more than you, you think you've, the work you've done got far more value than you will give it to. Mm. And that's the joy of being in a group. They actually affirm you and they give you that confidence and they help you to find your voice. It's our, we're, we're very... But we lack confidence in so many ways, but writing, you really find a voice and it's, it can be really exciting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what struck me as you were saying that is we're all individuals. We've all been made uniquely. Um, and therefore, is there something about um, helping us to identify what unique bit of writing we can we can bring? I guess no one, you know, if we follow that, no one can write the way that I could write or, no. or that you could write no. because we're all individual no. and Somerset Maughan said he said there are three rules to writing a novel unfortunately nobody knows what they are what they are <laughs> and that's the thing there's no rules to writing it's about the person you you are you write you write as you are and Wordsworth said just pour out your feelings onto your page your heart's breath he called it mm. and that's so deep but it, it's so special and it, it is so unique we, in the writing group, this, we have people who write poetry, we have people who write sort of a journal, we have people who write short stories. 
and nobody has to write anything that they don't want to write. Write as you. Don't don't let the oughts and the shoulds get in the way. Mm. Just write, and be, mm. and I think, I think you'll be surprised. You know how how much writing and how many characters and how much descriptive pictures there are in you. Mm. Um, we, we, it, that's the amazing thing. When you start a piece of writing, it takes on a life of its own, and you just don't know how it's going to end, and yeah. that's the exciting thing. Yeah, really. yeah. And um, maybe in terms of the, the should and the oughts, um, if we just touch on, uh, you know, is being published the measure of success for a writer? Uh, should that be uh, the, the, the case? I think it's I think it's a great moment when you're published because it's that great affirmation that other people think my my work is is worth publishing, uh, yeah. but that I think don't think that's the be all and end all of, of writing. Otherwise, unless you're going to be a Picasso, you wouldn't paint. It's not mm, about it's mm. not about being published. It's about it's some it's a creative creativity isn't isn't to be judged on whether you're published or not published. Everybody will write for different reasons. Everybody write to different different levels. But I do. I do, wouldn't be honest if I didn't say I didn't get a great thrill when my mm. first my first piece was published. But that isn't why I write. I write for me. Mm. Now I write for me. I write for the joy of writing. Um, and that's, if I'm published, that's the icing on the cake. Sure. So what happened the first time you read your own writing in print? I think I, I immediately bought a copy and gave it to my father because <laughs> I just wanted him to see it. It is a proud moment and it is something that I guess you aspire to. There's, there's nothing wrong with aspiring to, to being published. And people self-publish now. You can self-publish. Um, we're just doing it, in fact, we're just doing a book of our writing from the Millhouse Writing Group. It doesn't mean that it's, it's, it would be published by a mainline publisher, but we're, we're publishing it with pride at what we've produced over the last four or five years. It's completely different styles, different age, age groups, but it's, it's our writing, and it's, because it's our writing, it's of value. Um, Wonderful. And Lynn, where can people find out uh, more details about your writing? Well, I've got a little website that people can go on and it's called um, lynnchittypoetryandprayers.com. So you can log on to that and just have a, a sort of taster of the sort of things I write um, if, if, if you wanted to. So that's www.lynnchittypoetryandprayers.com. Yeah. Www Brilliant. OK, thank you. Well, I'm delighted that we've also been joined by Hazel, who is one of your creative writing um, students. Uh, so, Hazel, thank you so much for coming and, and joining us. That's all right. I feel quite honoured to be called a student. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hazel, you've been part of Lynn's uh, creative writing group. Can you just explain for the listeners um, perhaps what led you to start creative writing? It was quite a simple thing, really. Um, I needed to make a new start in life. I needed new opportunities. And because when that happens, your head goes in a spin... I just needed to write down everything that was going round in my head. And I found by doing that, that it taught me a lot of things. It taught me where I was. It taught me where to go next. And that's what really started. And I think I put that into a really, really nice book. It, it's wonderful to be able to look back and to see what I wrote then and to see just what I've accomplished now. Mm -hmm. So that's where I first started, on my own, in the study. Oh, lovely. And something about patterns, seeing patterns and, and, uh, and things and making connections from, from what you've said there. It's amazing what comes out of your head 
when you can write it down mm, mm. because then you can understand yourself better yeah so what was it that then spurred you to uh, look to join a creative writing group well when I came down to Devon quite out of the blue I joined everything <laughs> I knew that to make a new life to meet new people I needed to join groups uh. And there was um, a one-off free group for six weeks on writing. And I thought, well, I've started at home. Why not join that? Wonderful. And that's exactly what I did. And then when that finished, I needed some another group whereby I, I had the regularity of going and writing. And, and so I came here right from the very beginning and I've never regretted it oh so so describe for us what actually happens then in a in a writing group I think we all come with trepidation in the morning mm -hmm. we all think will I be able to write anything decent will the others think it's any good but I th I think we're just given a word and that somehow as long as you put the word on the page and you start writing about that word or the phrase, you find that your pen just writes. And it's amazing what can come out of that writing. One word, and you can get a dozen different stories. Mm -hmm. And we, I think the also the, the reading out of it to others, one is it, it helps come out of your head and you can listen to yourself. But it's, it's quite an honour to listen to everybody, their stories, their ways of reading it, and it's quite uplifting. Mm -hmm. Now, Lynn touched quite a lot on um, self-confidence um, within the sort of writing um, field. To what extent has that been true for you, Hazel? At times, I'm quite overwhelmed by what I write, and I'm really pleased. At other times, I think that's a load of rubbish. <laughs> but that's the excitement of it, because you never know what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, in terms of benefits of um, writing, um, what would you say for you the benefits have been? I think the ben biggest benefit for me is to write to have a go and then to read back mm. and to go in every direction under the sun to, to push myself so that I don't always write in the same vein, mm -hmm. to try a different direction. Mm -hmm. um, when I go out, I always take my notebook with me, always, even for a cup of coffee. I sit and I overlook perhaps the cathedral or something and you can see something and you think, hmm... I'm going to write about that. And then it develops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So just have a go. Have a, have a notebook, have a pen, watch the world go by and put it on paper. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. And, and what about you, Hazel? What happens with your writing? Uh, are, you, are you using it to be published? Is it something that goes into a drawer? What, what happens with your writing? I'm not writing to be published. Uh -huh. I write because I need to be honest with myself. Mm. So I have a big folder which is all mounted beautifully and I can reread it. Um, and I often do. So I think it's an acknowledgement for me what mm -hmm. I've achieved. Mm -hmm. And that's, 
I'm happy with that. I don't need to go any further. Yeah. And I think, you know, that these are really interesting uh, and useful points for people because so often I think um, you hear people saying that they're going to write and, and feeling that pressure of having to, to publish. And yet your experience has been really something very different. Yes. It's been a journey of self-discovery. Yes. Absolutely. Um, from, from what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So yes. what have you learned about yourself that you're willing to share? <laughs> I, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned that I can do things mm. which I didn't believe I mm. could. Mm. And I believe that I'm good at some things. Mm. And mm. that's been the biggest kind of eye-opener to me. Mm. Mm. And I'm quite proud of myself. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful. So if you were to sum up how writing has made a difference uh, to you, what would you say? I think it's enabled me to grow. It's enabled me to not judge other people because I can see other people where they come from. Mm. And it's, it's allowed me to be honest and open with myself and to know that I can carry on going forward. Mm. Wonderful. Well, I'm really excited to hear more about your uh, writing group. Sounds as though it's an absolute hive of creativity. Um, but actually, more so uh, a hive of real support and encouragement and a place where people can come, be real, uh, be open with one another and um, discover, by the sounds of it, a huge amount about themselves as well. Absolutely. Yes. Hazel, thank you so much for joining You're me. Welcome. I really appreciate it. And um, may you have many more years of happy, creative writing. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Well, maybe that has now whetted your appetite to pick up your pad and pen to start writing. But if you're not quite sure how to start and what to do, then why not come and join Lynn and myself as we run our creative writing days down here in Somerset, in amongst the autumn crop of my Somerset apple orchard. We will have help at hand and we will be able to support you as you begin your creative writing journey. If you'd like more information, then please drop me a message here at Coach Radio International or you can contact me at my email of goodlifecoachinguk at gmail.com. That's goodlifecoachinguk at gmail.com or you can get me on Twitter at goodlifekizzy, that's K-I-Z-Z-Y. That's at goodlifekizzy, K-I-Z-Z-Y. Well, that is it for this month. Thank you again for joining me. Do join me again for my final show in this series called Making a Difference, where we'll be looking at creating beauty from the ashes. And during that show, I'm going to be talking to Joanna Espiner, who will be sharing her very personal story of how she's overcoming her self-confidence issues following cancer using the medium of art. So please do join me and Joanna again at 9am on Thursday the 28th of April. Until then, happy writing and keep making a difference, even if it's only to one.